Hello. Welcome to Another Finger. This is a podcast about taking the lessons of mindful awareness off of the cushion and applying them to your daily life. More directly, this is a podcast about learning to live mindfully day to day and moment to moment. Now we can only live right here and right now or else we will be stuck in the past or lost in a future which is never certain. Even the past isn't quite certain. We don't quite remember things exactly as they were and we never have the complete picture to begin with. So living here and now is the best way to live. Do what needs to be done now and don't worry so much about what you did or didn't do in the past. So back to the introduction. As always, I urge you to begin a daily meditation practice. With a meditation practice, we are practicing mindfulness, which brings clarity and peace. We can gain insights into our lives and minds when we are still. Only when still does the water become clear. Since the last podcast, I have listened to two audiobooks. The first one was Lincoln and the Bardo by George Saunders, which I highly recommend. I read the book a couple of years ago and really enjoyed it and um, was just made aware that the audiobook had a really interesting cast rather than one narrator, as is quite often the case with audiobooks. And for some reason, I normally have a difficult time listening to fiction. I'd rather read it. And so most of the audiobooks that I do listen to are nonfiction. And then I tend to read the fiction. But since I had already read this book, I was interested in uh, hearing how the cast would present it. And it was amazing. Um, Reading the book was quite cool. And for some reason, I think that the reading it and the listening to it will keep it fresh in my memory for a longer period. But uh, I I recommend it if you're looking for something fun and super creative. This book was just really fun for me to listen to. So the other book I listened to was The Art of Living by Thich Nhat Hanh. And it was probably the fourth or fifth time I've listened to it. Um, but I haven't listened to it since last uh, winter and probably this same time of year last year is when I listened to it last. Although I do put it on occasionally and just listen to snippets of it here and there when I'm in between other books. It was really interesting listening to it this time because a lot of the, the concepts in the book I understood and they made sense to me in a pseudo-intellectual way, I suppose. But over this last year, uh, I've had some experiences that have kind of made these things become more a reality in my life. And I highly recommend listening to or reading this book. Uh, it was It's just one that's really had a great impact on my life, and I think that it's one of the most wonderful things to read. Or to listen to. I also finished reading Loving What Is by Byron Katie. 
It was a book that I had picked up several months ago. And then for whatever reason, I haven't been reading a whole lot lately. And I just finished the book this weekend and uh, really enjoyed it. It's a really interesting book. And uh, it is a self-help book. There's no question about it. But it is completely void of any religiosity. And I'm including Buddhism in that. I don't want to do the book a disservice and try to boil the whole book down into a couple sentences, but the book teaches the reader a different way to look at one's situation or one's reality and to face that reality without overlaying a story on top of that reality. And then loving what is, loving that reality we find that we become unhappy when we fight with what is, when we create a story around what our reality is, and we resist that reality. And so I guess those are a few books that I would recommend to everybody. So um, next week will be Christmas, and some of you may celebrate that, some of you may not. Either way, it is a time generally recognized for giving, And I'm going to be the first to admit I am a terrible, terrible gift giver. And to my friends, I am sorry. It is not that I don't love you or don't want to get you something meaningful. It's that I don't know how to give a thing. That's it. I don't know how to give things. So if you're my friend and you need something and I don't know about it, Let me know. But I think this time of year it is most important to give ourselves and to give our presence to others. You know, gifts, physical gifts are fun and they are very nice to open um, as long as that which is inside is something agreeable. Otherwise it becomes a very awkward situation. But at the end of the day, I think what we want to give and we want to show people is that we love them and we care about them. And um, and so just make that known to those who you care about, who you wish to give something to. Give a little bit of yourself and not just um, your money in the guise of some physical thing. Give people compliments. Tell them how much they mean to you. Things like that. It might go a lot further than a material present or a material gift. But maybe not. I really don't know. And also, receive well. If you're given a gift, then take it and be grateful. You know, as we give gifts, we are able to give our love. But also as we receive and we show our gratitude, we are also able to show our love. So make it a nice experience for the both of you, gift giver and gift receiver. And show your gratitude and be thankful and show your love to the one who has given you something, even if that something is nothing you even wanted. So with that, the new year is fast approaching, and I'm not sure if I'll be able to slip in behind this microphone between 
Christmas and New Year's. Jay and I, Jay and I are flying out to California to be with her family for Christmas. So I was trying to sneak in another episode right before the holidays. And um, since I probably won't be able to get on this until probably two weeks from now, um, figured I would do a kind of a New Year's Christmas thing all together. So with New Year's coming, we all, um, we are all familiar with New Year's resolutions and that idea to try to change something in our lives to become better or healthier or develop better habits. So I'd like to ask, with this new year, are you hoping for a new you? Is there something that you are unhappy with within yourself or your life? Can you see that your choices are the things that have brought you to this point? This isn't me pointing a finger trying to get you to beat yourself up. This is just a question to ask so that you see that you have a lot of control, perhaps more control over your life than you think that you do. You know, we cannot always control what happens to us, but we can always control how we respond and how we choose to react to the things that do happen. When we do look at our choices and see that our choices have led us to where we are now, we can begin to see how important our choices are. And if we do judge some of our past choices as being poor choices, there's no other option but to learn from those choices now and to make different choices now. You know, we can become better people, if you will, only if we make a better choice now. And that's not only a choice about what we do, but that's a choice about how we respond. And what's the story that we tell ourselves about our choices, especially those that we think are poor? Or what do we tell ourselves about the story of our life and what has happened to us? So what is the story we tell ourselves about our past our choices, or the things that have happened to us? Do we see ourselves as a victim? Do we see our story as a series of things that have just continued to happen to us? And if we do see that our story is that of a victim of circumstance, can you find any way to edit that story Can you view that story from a different perspective? For instance, in my own life, when I was 10 years old, my mother passed away. I could have lived my whole life as a victim, as someone who didn't have a mother and therefore I deserve special treatment of some kind. Or I could have been angry, which I was for a while. I don't know if that was because of that or just because I was a teenager. But I could have the perspective that Since my mother passed away, my whole life was messed up from that point on. Yet that was a defining point in my life. I clearly wouldn't be the person who I am today. A person who, on the whole, I'm happy with. I'm happy with who and what I've become. I do strive to be a better person. And that's not necessarily because of selfish reasons. 
I want to be better for those around me. But I do know that if my mother had not passed away at that time, I would not have the job that I have now. I would not have the friends that I have now. And I would not have the partner that I have now. And those are three things that I'm pretty grateful for. And I surely wouldn't be talking into this microphone right now. I think I'm a pretty lucky person to be in my position, especially globally speaking. Now, if I compare myself to somebody whose life that I think is much better than mine, is that story actually true? I don't know. So I don't do it. So it is the experiences in our life that makes us who we are. It is that which we notice, that which we see, that which we react to, the choices that we make. That is the life that we live. We live the life that we're living now, and there's no way to get around that. But if I wish to make a change in my life, the only way that I can make that change is by making better choices. The other way that I can change my life is by changing the story I'm telling myself about my life. Am I a success? Am I a failure? Well, what is success and what is failure? Whose definition of success and failure are we talking about? So this new year, as you set out to make resolutions or changes in your life, ask yourself why you want to make these changes. And at the end, after you've questioned yourself sufficiently, and you realize that these are changes that you truly want to make, then it won't be hard to live those changes. You can choose to be what you want to be. You can choose to do what you want to do. But more importantly, you can choose how to respond to what happens. And fighting against what happens will always bring you sadness or suffering. There is always another side to the story you're telling yourself. And you can find that side if you look close enough. Anyway, happy holidays. Oh, quick update. Jay is now 17 and a half weeks pregnant. We had an appointment a few days ago where I was able to hear the baby's heartbeat for the first time. And that was pretty amazing. It's still not quite hitting home, I don't think. And perhaps on the 20-week visit when we have the anatomy ultrasound, things might shift a little bit. But I'm just kind of enjoying all of it unfold as it, as it goes. Um, the baby is due on the 25th of May. I don't know if I've already said that. Five months from Christmas. We should potentially have a baby in tow, and then I'll have a whole new set of things to discuss. Who knows if I'll even have any quiet time to record. Speaking of which, I am currently recording in a construction zone, so pardon the many edits, and uh, if you hear any loud noises or anything, that's what that is. It's all good. Um... Anyway, thanks again for listening. Thanks for joining me. Check out the website, anotherfinger.com. 
And before I forget, thank you to the donor this week. I have now received three donations since I began this podcast, and I am very, very grateful. Thank you for that gift. It will help me continue to pay for the fees associated with running a website and hosting a podcast. So thank you for your help. The other way you can help this podcast is simply to share it. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate you very much. Happy holidays. 2022 is almost long gone. Crazy. Until next time, enjoy.